Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, bit of bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You control, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Said Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? So ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. T to the motherfucking K. I hear in airports, it's empty. Um... But I got to get some things done. I got some big plans, and I will be sharing it with people in the future. But you know how I move. I stay low-key and flex occasionally. Today we're talking to a young lady because when I was on the phone with her the other day, we was talking about boating, something that's going to become extremely important in your life in the next couple months. Now, we had a historical boat when Obama got into office. And it was numbers that broke a lot of records. We have to do the same thing in November. And let me explain to people what I mean. Yeah, you have um, Biden who said what he said. You have some things he did to the crime bill. I think people posted that on Facebook and Instagram. But we can't do nothing that would deter. There's nothing that we can do to deter the people's vote from Biden because that's all we have. We can't let Donald Trump get back in the office again. And I see the true effects down there because since March I haven't been on a plane. So I've been traveling and I'm going through certain airports, certain cities, and I'm seeing the effect that this man has caused people, even down to the hotels I stay in how they don't have room service no more, how housekeeping that comes every other day, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just sad because his life hasn't been affected whatsoever. Now, not even a little bit, his life has been affected. And the reason why I I needed you on this show this week, because the vote is extremely important, but we want to start hitting our senators, city council people, um, getting the alert out on not to be discouraged. And I want you to tell the people what you had experienced during your voting situation in Atlanta, Georgia, if you don't mind. Well, um, so uh, actually I am a California resident. However, mm-hmm. looking on the news and noticing all the voter suppression going on in Georgia um, this past Super Tuesday, and it was really disappointing to see that in a lot of places, where a lot of the polling locations, there were no machines to vote or one machine to vote, then that machine would break, and you have thousands of people sitting there waiting in line. Some people had to wait in line three, four hours to cast their ballots so they could vote in the primary election, and that's just unacceptable. You know, we have all this history where people have you know, fought and died for years to be able to vote for for women, for people of color, and to go there and exercise your civil liberties and not be able to do so and have to, or have to stay in line or take off work and not get paid for the day, you know, it, that just goes against reason, in, in my personal opinion. 
So um, the, you had uh, people reaching out to the governor, people reaching out, you know, calling the voter assistance hotline, trying to get people to be able to fix this issue. And polling places are generally supposed to be open, I believe, from the hours of like 8 and 7. You had um, polling places that opened late um, or that were trying to close early. Um, you had situations where it was trying to close early. Chances. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You had situations where you know um, people had to wait until midnight. Some of the some places didn't uh, get a chance to wrap up voting until twelve fifteen. You have several articles if you look on the news where you see stuff like this happening, and um, that just makes no sense. But it, but it was good to see people, you know, stick to their guns and stay there and wait. But you have you know, people who have their kids who didn't get a chance to go to school, so they were waiting in the car, you know, or whatever reason. And um, we, we just have to make sure our rights are protected so we can get our views expressed when we vote. So, ladies and gentlemen, what you hear is that the, the bullshit has already started. They're going to do everything in their power to discourage you. They're going to try to discourage us for not doing not voting and we have to be prepared mentally for the challenge to to all my fans we got to start putting the word out now that we can't get discouraged in november they're going to have the machines mess up they're going to have everything possible to throw a monkey wrench in your decision and say fuck it i'm not going to vote these motherfuckers is crazy because I can't, I'm going to do my part, use my platform to do everything I can to get Donald Trump out of office. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, 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 I can't take four more years of that man. There's no way. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm a strong individual. If it does happen, I can deal with it because, you know, I'm not that weak. But at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. At the same time, we need people to make this extreme effort to make it happen. So now, what made you go vote in Atlanta? Well, I, so I'm I'm actually a California voter. I, I vote here. Uh-huh. Um, however, I just I happen to have a family family members who live in Georgia. So um, you know, the issue was highlighted with me getting on the phone like, "Oh, are you voting?" And you know, people are saying, "Yeah, we're out here." You know, so I just think it's an issue. It's an important issue that we need to pay attention to. Um, if you live in a red state and you live in a situation where um, your county predominantly votes um, blue or Democratic, mm-hmm. you have to be prepared for some of this to go on. Right, right, right. And they're doing everything possible. And, you know, you want people to try to do the right thing. I watch the news. I hear them talk about racism and uprising. But see, and, mm-hmm. and somebody tried to hold me accountable for something that I said years ago. I said I didn't believe in racism. But what people right. do is that they take, they listen to re, they listen to reply. They don't listen to comprehend. Because along right, with that yeah. statement, I said, I don't believe in racism. Motherfuckers just don't like you. Mm-hmm. What that means is, it's only racism because it's white people, but we don't say that when blacks don't like each other. We say they hate it, right? We don't say that when Spanish people don't like us. We say, oh, motherfuckers just don't, you know, 
um, they got something against us they're hating too. But it's only with white people we say it's racism. And, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a powerful word for racism, and when you look at it, our own people can show racism towards each other. But we use another term. We say hating. That motherfucker hating on me. I knew that motherfucker didn't like me. He hating. So the person didn't understand what I meant. And to anybody listening now, that's what I meant. I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist. That's just a powerful Mm -hmm. word. I'm saying that the word don't like you is in the same category as racism. Because they're showing their, you understand what I'm saying? Because they, you know, know, it's the same thing. That's all. And I just wanted to make sure I had cleared that up because what's going on around here is that you see that the cops are still not giving a fuck about shooting people. You see what just happened yesterday in Atlanta? I did. I heard about that. The young man lost his life. Yeah. He was at Wendy's. What's crazy is that the people at these stores got to know that when you call the cops, you set the person up to die. Everybody has to know that when you call a cop, there's a 99% chance this person can die. You know this already. And when they, mm-hmm. when they call the cops on that man in the drive-thru, easily the manager could have walked to the car, knocked on the window and got his attention to tell him, yo, you got to wake, you you, you wake up because you're blocking the drive-thru. That's all they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you call the police, whether you're caring, whether you're whatever, whether you're a female, you're mad at your boyfriend, you're getting a domestic fight, leave before the fight happens. Guys, leave before the fight happens. Ladies, leave before the fight happens. Because once you call the police, it can escalate to something that you were not expecting. That's right. I'm you can't sorry for that bell. Yeah. Benjamin? I said, you can't unring that bell. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they shot the boy in the back. Yeah, it's like he's not even a threat to you at that point. He's running now. He wasn't running towards you. Yeah. He shot him in the back. We just had a man in Minnesota die from a being uh, a, a white man putting his knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just crazy. It is. It's just really it going is. on just a little too fucking much for me, Dominique. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then when it comes to, you know, you want you wish you would see more people voting, especially more people of color, because when you look at situations like the situation with Mike Brown and Ferguson, for example, you know, if you realize that less than 3,000 people voted to elect that white mayor and who did absolutely nothing, you know, to deal with that situation, you know? Or you look well, at they the, hire a black lady? That it, that's true, but do you know that it only took like I mean I think it was only like fifteen hundred votes for her to become mayor, and the city is like over two thirds black. That wow. happened a long time ago. Right, right, right. But we hustle backwards as people. Uh-huh. We don't go to jury duty, and people, you know, when black kids in the mail, they say I ain't going to jury duty. But if you go to jury duty, you could save somebody's life. Because right. the fact is, if there's a white person there, 
that doesn't understand black choices or black way of thinking mm-hmm. or doesn't out, doesn't think outside the box. You're sending somebody to jail for the rest of their life. That kid has got an opportunity. Hold on. You send somebody to jail if you don't show up to jury duty. We have to start voicing and sending out, getting our people to go to jury duty because that can help a lot with the cut down and Afro-Americans going to prison. Absolutely. It truly can. But if we don't show up, we leave our fate in the hands of a person that doesn't understand how we live or how we think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the system. I mean, we have to think about the system that we're operating in. A system right. that was never designed to work for us in the first place. Mm-hmm. So why do we think that you could get a panel of 12 people who don't have it, never grown up in the way that you've grown up? They don't speak the way you do. You know, they, they have different impressions of you. They might already be scared of you. It makes no sense to not jump in and try to at least be informed in that way to operate and be a, a jury duty person, a juror. That's what, that's what they're called, right? <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I don't think people recognize maybe how much power they can have when it comes to being a juror, mm-hmm. when it comes to voting, when it comes to a lot of these things. You know, I, I always look, I've been watching the news like most people, and I'm seeing everybody get out and protest, and that's great and everything, but it doesn't mean much if we don't back it up at the polls. Well, no, it means everything counts. And it, it, we have to do it at the polls, but the thing, Legislation, legislation. We need to change right. laws. See, you can walk till your fucking feet turn pink, unless we change right. the law. Hold on again. Yeah, we have to. We have to um, change the laws. But here's the thing that we have to learn to help ourselves. You ready? Mm-hmm. We got to stop doing crime. We we do, but I mean, let me. So let me tell you about a situation that I personally. So um, I'm, I'm a young person. I re- recently graduated from college, and um, my dad, he, as a gift, he got me a, a new car. Right. And um, he basically put down the down payment, and I just take over the payments, right? And um, I was driving home one day around 9 o'clock, and I see a police officer coming in my direction. This person, and I make eye contact, he does a U-turn, flips around, and pulls me over. Mm-hmm. So, um, And I thought, well, there, it's not like I didn't stop at a stop sign or anything like that. Um, my seatbelt's on. I can't think of any reason why they would stop me. Um, so I rolled in my window. I hand up my driver's license registration, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, why did, you, why did you pull me over? And he told me that he pulled me over because he was checking to make sure the vehicle wasn't stolen. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think a lot of times when people get in situations like that, their first instinct might be to freak out and be like, well, what do you mean? Why, why would you think mm-hmm, I told you racially profiled, blah, blah, blah. And I felt all of that. And, but one thing I did was I made sure that I got the um, officer's badge number and his name. I wrote a report to the mayor of the city. I wrote a report to the police chief, to internal affairs. Anyways, long story short, I got a document put in that man's file for the rest of his career as a police officer in the San Mateo County. So when things happen, we have to not only get upset and say something about it via protest, we have to actually, you know, 
do something about it and document these types of situations. It doesn't always happen like that, darling. Mm-hmm. Not that easy. It's true. Everybody ain't got time to write no fucking letter or to do what you just saying. I think it's good that you've done it, but it don't go. It doesn't work that way. I think everything helps. What you're doing, what I'm talking about, gives you zero chance of being with the fucking police. And one of the things I'm trying to tell people, to you, you talk another situation. I'm talking about getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. See, George Floyd was doing fraud with the twenty dollars. That's, that's only if he. Let me finish. That's only finish. if he. Mis- I, you, okay. You're listening okay. to reply. You're not listening to comment. I wasn't even finished my sentence. So why are you replying yet? Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So George Floyd was doing counterfeit. And he went back to do it again. It doesn't give the people the right to kill him. But what I'm trying to say is once you start that process of doing something wrong, it can go the wrong way. This is over fucking $20. Mm-hmm. The young man in Ferguson walked into the man's store and took that stole shit out of the man's store and didn't want to pay him. That's true. Walked outside, talking shit to the police, and the police came, and they shot him in the chest. See, I'm against all police violence, I, and I hate that my brother got murdered the same way in 1995 mm-hmm. with the police. My point is, avoid whatever you can so they do not come into your vicinity. This is what I'm trying to say. I don't want people to be. I don't want people to be punks because that's what people think. Uh, fuck them crackers. I I ain't bound down to them motherfuckers. The goal, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, is to get home. You can live. You can get past that bullshit to see another day. You ain't got to be yelling at the motherfucker. Fuck you. I didn't know y'all thought the fucking crackers is always fucking. That's how it starts. You got to stay calm. You got to say, now, if you're wrong, you you got a stolen car. Take the L. Put your hands up. Go to jail. You stole a car. If you stole something, take the L. Mm-hmm. If you did something wrong, take the L. You got caught. That's but true. But what about the... this shit to go to prison? I mean, go to, to die. True. So let me ask you, what do you think about situations like the Sandra Bland situation? Now, did you watch that video? I did watch the video. That what happened crazy. in the video? I, uh, she went. She went thirteen six oh nine. She went nuts. I, I'm with you on that. No, no. That, what happened? I need you to give me details, and I'm going to tell you what. Oh, happened. so what? So what I saw was that she got pulled over for not using her blinker when she made, um, I think it was a, a right turn, um, and the guy, the officer, pulled her over, and um, what I saw, what I think I saw, was the officer. He was kind of hostile when he got to the window asking for her driver's license and registration. Nope, and that's I not what happened. Her... That's not what happened. Okay. When she got pulled over, he was writing her a ticket for just a simple right. safety measure, right? Okay. She was mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette. He said, ma'am, can you distinguish your your cigarette? Well, she had an attitude behind it and said, 
I'm in my own car. I can smoke and do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. She could have just said, yes, sir. I will put it out. Okay. And my point being is you don't know where it's going to lead to. I'm not saying, sure. ladies and gentlemen, be no bitch-ass nigga or no punk or fuck them crackers. I get it. But you don't know what that's going to lead to. So if me saying yes, sir, and throwing my cigarette out the window, because I probably got a pack. Mm-hmm. I probably got a pack right there in my car. So I'm going to throw it out. I'm going to I'm gonna abide by whatever this man is telling me, because I want to get home. I want to see my kids. I want to live the rest of my life. Right. Because if not, you end up dead. And regardless of what people say, we have too many examples to show that I'm right. It's too many okay. dead people dead because they did not want to abide by what the officer at that moment was saying. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some crazy shit out there where guys still had their hands up and motherfuckers mm-hmm. would kill you, right? We still have a right. situation. Right, right. We still have it's a situation. Feel, right? Yeah. But I can only t- I can only talk about one thing at a time. And the thing that I'm dealing with now is to teach people that if you get caught in a situation and the police is there, put your hands up. Don't fight with the motherfuckers. Keep your mouth shut. Because you already know the law. They always say, don't speak until you get an attorney. True. Shut the fuck that's, up. That's Understand true. that you took an L and go to jail because you never know what can happen. And what I mean by that is, if O.J. Simpson would have shot himself in that Bronco on the 405, O.J. Simpson would be dead right now, right? He'd be a memory. O.J. Simpson, yeah. <laughs> regardless of him going to jail later, that nigga beat the case and walked the street. O.J. Simpson is going gone right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who would ever thought, if you saw this in 1991, 92, on TV, and all these cops were chasing O.J. Simpson... This mm-hmm. nigga had a gun to his head. He was going to kill himself. And the man has lived to tell what happened. The man is living. He's still older. Um, he's still older. Hold on a second. How you doing, family? It's a pleasure, my man. Oh, yes, sir. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Now, okay, it's a pleasure. Hold on. <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Have y'all seen my special yet? Or oh, is on Amazon Prime called um, Who Raised You? Who Raised You? Okay, cool. Cool, all right, that's what's happening. All right, take care of yourself. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, family. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Um, is this visit my family? You got it, brother. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, Let me ask you How much of that do you think had to do with Tim GSD and OJ And also Let me just ask since I'm asking questions What do you think is the key to getting People to be able to remain calm Is it education You know, uh, is it firm conversation Sometimes it's environment It's your friends It's your DNA It's learned behavior that's why with shows like this, people who listen, people listen to me. You hear me? These yes, people they listen do. To this, uh-huh. They listen to me. Yes, they do. 
So I, I, I'm glad that I'm taking the time to educate. And I didn't know that my show was so important to people. But oh, yeah. controlling your emotion it has everything to do, with, even when it comes down to relationships. Most men and women trip because they man cheated and they go off the top and they think about the consequences afterwards. Right? Mm-hmm. But you have to learn it. I know it's hard, especially when mm-hmm. ass is involved. Especially if you dick with ties, <laughs> especially if you pussy pussy whipped. It's hard. Uh-huh. A girl put that thing on you or a nigga put that dick on you and your girl cheat on you and your fucking emotions and you and you got that 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 hot blood mm-hmm. and just really take off and only think about the consequences afterwards. So now you're in jail or dead over someone yeah. that can be replaced. So it's hard. Like, you know, everybody's human. And these uh, practices you have to start practicing, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a, it's a learned behavior. You have to listen to people and you have to control yourself. When the guy, ladies, uh, cheat on you, you always want to check the female. Niggas want to, bitches always want to check the female. So, well, the bitch got lied to as well. The nigga lied to her. But they never yeah, want never to check the man. They never, they want to whoop the man's ass. They don't want to whoop the man. They want to whoop the girl's ass. The same thing with the guys. They want to fight the guy instead of talk, checking the female. Yeah, so, I never the, the way people think is yeah. ass backwards. Yeah. When yeah. you're rioting, People don't know how to riot. They they go steal shit that don't mean nothing. The dollar store. Yeah. In New York, they was they're stealing shit that don't mean nothing. And then you got the white people jumping in. And you got the white people running around putting um, BLM on things, back right up breaking windows, acting like they're black, with masks on. In the black community, it's a whole new fucking world out here. This is. This is fucking insane. And it all comes mm-hmm. down to our leadership. Even to the pandemic. We can't have no one leading this country that can't make good decisions. All because this right. man said it was a hoax. The Democrats is doing something to him again. The pandemic mm-hmm. spread and fucked up a lot of people's lives to lead this country. Because the leadership is everything. Right. Leadership is everything. It, it truly is. And like I said, I've been on this earth a long time, and I've never seen nothing like this. So, yeah, leadership is everything. Mm-hmm. And this man does not have it. No, not at all. And that's how come I can't, I, I, I'm going to do everything I can and not let that man get another four years. I can't, we can't do it. We can't. We, I know Biden has said some things. I know he has, but do not allow that to discourage you from getting that man out of office. Because Biden would not be as worse as him. No, not Now, no, Biden might die in office, but he ain't going to be worse as Donald Trump. Because Biden looked like he only got a couple more years left. <laughs> I mean, they're both in the 70s. They're both in the 70s. Like, do you yeah, really but even want... Biden looks worse than Trump. <laughs> Biden okay. looks frail. Biden looks like another pandemic come through. It could be a wrap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we are people in, were saying about Bernie too. Yeah, it's, it's it's just and see, and the other thing, you know who I wish was running for president of the United States? Who? Cuomo. Yes, that would be a really good president. I would definitely vote for Cuomo. Listen to me, that man should run for president of the United States of America. Absolutely. So we need men like him to run this country. Mm-hmm. We need a man's man. Absolutely. That's what we need to run America. Yeah. And I think she um, has like three or four daughters or something like that also. Yeah. Hey, we need a man's man to run this country. Mm-hmm. Because that Donald Trump is not going to do it. And we want other countries to respect us. To get the respect back that we need, we need a Cuomo. Now, Cuomo's not married, though. How do you feel about somebody who's not married being in office? Because we've never had that before, I don't think. Shit, he's going to do his thing. I ain't married, and I'm one of the flyest niggas in the world. (laughs) I know, but when I think about politicians, for me, you know, just being a female, I think about... That's tradition. See, your mind, white people got you thinking that. There ain't no more with being single. That's true. But what about, you know, like, women's rights? I feel like if you're at home, you blame your wife. Yeah, that, that's it. Your mindset, you got to change your mindset. Why should that affect okay. you? Say that one more time. I'm, I didn't why, why should that affect you? Because you don't have a woman sitting. You might have a couple of women laying next to him. Well, the thing is, is, you know, for me, I think it's important to know that you're, that, that you're considering the woman's perspective. For me, I think it's important. You don't to have to be them. married to consider a woman's perspective, babe. That's true. That's true. That's I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to say. You know, but when it comes to things like women's reproductive rights and, What you know, does that uh, mean? Why do I have to be married to understand? That's a grown man. That man's in the 60s. Well, you don't have to be married. But yeah, I think you don't have to be married. When you have a woman sitting there right next to you that's no, talking honey. about these issues no. back and forth, it might no. give you more perspective. No, it doesn't change anything. When you grow to be a certain age and you have wisdom and knowledge, you have all this information anyway. And I'm quite sure from the women that he might date or his girlfriend, could those issues come up here if I have a conversation with him, but you ain't got to be married. No, you're right. Okay. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm trying to get people not to get married. Why to be honest with you. Because a lot of people are not prepared to be married, mentally or financially. That's true. You know, everybody had these these hidden agendas to be married and should not be married. I'm fucking up other people's lives. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 a person I'm a person who's been very fortunate, you know, my parents have been together for like thirty something years, you know. Mm -hmm. So I I have to say I think I've I've benefited from having just being able to see their relationship, but also, you know, having two active parents constantly there, you know, unavailable to me, you know. Right. But that's a personal thing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do that to you. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is staying in this land. I'm going to stay in this land. What I'm talking about is I want people to be prepared to be married. You have to be mm-hmm. prepared mentally, physically, and financially. All these things mm-hmm. count. All these things count. Don't get me wrong. There's one in a million that you 
fall in love, you're broke, and you strive hard to make it in life, and you win. You know, you win. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we made it. But it doesn't happen for everybody. My philosophy is to make sure the individual is happy. Right. The individual has to be happy to move forward. Okay. And then only then you should ask a woman to join you. Like, baby, I'm extremely happy. I got my life together. I'm healthy. Because there's levels to dating, right? You even got to be healthy. People don't, even, people don't even look at each other and say, babe, I'm in love with you. Before we get married, we need to go get a physical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your motherfuckers can be sick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nobody thinks about that. Nobody thinks no. about that. Even when you get pregnant, even when you get pregnant, have a baby. Yeah, it's so it's so taken for granted that most men don't think, or women think that when you get on the table, you could die. True. Just take it for granted. True. Hundred percent. That's very true. Mhm. So all I'm doing is just bringing things to people so they can see. And understand. And the most important thing with this conversation, Karen, with you, is the voting. Is to understand November from this day on. This is what June, July, August, September, October, five months. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get mentally prepared. Uh, going to bed at a certain time, getting up, and no matter rain, sleet, or storm, Earthquake. We got to be in those lines to vote. Yes, absolutely. And my, I'm, I'm gonna dedicate every episode to voting day. But I will have a segment in there that I will be talking about voting. I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure that people understand how hard they have to vote for November. I really absolutely. do. Dominique, I want to thank you for bringing this to our attention on the crisis at the at the polls and what I want people to be, be prepared for and how we want people to call their city councilman, their city official, whoever you got to call to make sure that the ballots, all things are properly ran so you don't have any obstacles come November. That's Absolutely. what we want. We got five months to complain and make sure that they have it right so you're not frustrated. Because the goal is if we don't start now, they're going to try to frustrate you, the Republican Party. Absolutely. And we need to vote in the smaller elections, too, you know, so that we can have a mayor of quality who that when the police chief messes up, you know, they can handle that. Right. Start doing your research, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you see somebody like Google them. It takes two seconds. Google the person, see what their beliefs are and what they stand for. Do your research on your candidates so you know who we're putting in office. And who knows, one day you might catch a case and get judged or get the judge that you voted in, and you can easily say, Your Honor, I know I did bad, but I voted for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I voted for you. You you know, you you voted. I guess I voted for you. They might show you some love. Mm-hmm. Or she might show you some love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. 
If you're in New York City this week, make sure you check me out at the world-famous Linwood Diner, where we're doing outside parking lot comedy show, tents, cars, everything is unique, is off the chain, and we're truly excited about it. Um, July 3rd, again, in New York, we're going to call it uh, Comedy at the Drive-In. Just follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information. Miss Dominique, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. To all my people around the world, you already know what it is. You already know what it's about. It's the TK Kirkland Show, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K, and may your pain be champagne. Peace. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.